everybody, and welcome to Savagely Delightful, a podcast exposing the schadenfreude nature in all of us. Each week, your co-hosts John and Chrissy will be coming at you with different stories of people making the kind of dumb mistakes that we all just love to hear about. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Christy. And welcome back to Savagely Delightful. Welcome back. What episode? 35. Ooh, got it right this time. I'm... See, my my pages. I saved it right and it says 36. I am not doing that. Delete it all. I don't understand it. Throw it away. It. Throw the whole thing away. <laughs> Fucking Apple. <laughs> you don't need it. I do, though. Yeah, for this, you do. I Please don't throw it. it. Yeah, right? Okay, you got... You got updates? Um, started school this week. Uh, I get my associates this December. Whoop, whoop. So this is my last semester for associates. He's an educated man. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, that's about it. Got some like a PLC class and some fluid power and then professionalism and portfolio Ooh. to get me ready for the world. Yeah. So good <laughs> at that. But then, you know, I get a semester off and I'm going back for my bachelor's, so. Yep. But one semester at a time. And then the semester off, you get a baby, too. Yeah. That's a blessing. Right. That's going to be so Perfect. nice. Yeah. Just a good six months off of school. Yep. Get a kid, get to be able to set into, like, an actual schedule. Somewhat routine. Yeah, something. Some After the initial craziness of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be wild. But, yeah, that's all good. What about you? I met a penguin. Yeah, you did. And by a penguin, I mean multiple. <laughs> What's a... Is it, is it a flock? A flock of penguins? I think it's a flock, yeah. Or is it a murder? Murder! Like crows. No, I'm pretty sure it's just it's a flock. It's a murder of penguins. <laughs> it's a groupie. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just groupies. They're just homies. It's, it's called a wedding because they all look like they're in Texas. <laughs> You're a dork. I liked it, but, <laughs> so you can fuck off. <laughs> but they're so cute. I've never pet a penguin before, and to me, they felt like snakes. That's so weird. Because their feathers are so compact and like a little like oil, oily a little bit. When's the last time you pet a snake? Two days ago. Okay, don't lie to me and don't <laughs> lie to our listeners. <laughs> It's been a while, but I know what a snake t- feels like. Tastes like? Yeah. Oh, okay. Freudian slip. I've probably tasted a snake before. Let's not lie. Have you? Yeah. Like snake bites? Those are a thing, aren't they? Yeah, but that's not actual snake meat. What is it? Snake bites is usually uh, cheese poppers with jalapenos in them. Okay, well, <laughs> we don't know then. <laughs> Because I feel like I've eaten snake before. <laughs> Anyways. You're so pretty. <laughs> but it was so cute because they, like, since they mate for life, they had their little armbands. And for each couple had their own color. That's So precious. that you could tell which ones are together. That's so cute. It was adorable. Didn't you say you, you, uh, you took your best friend, right? Yeah. For, uh... It took Caitlin because she loves penguins and... I wanted to do it as a part of her, like, bachelorette party, mm-hmm. but with the different, like, restrictions at different places and stuff, it was super not feasible, so I just took her 
by myself. Yay, COVID. Right? Well, and it wasn't even a COVID thing. So we went to the Fort Wayne Zoo and like up in northern Indiana. And like they always only do two people, I think. Weird. Right? But it was nice because it was like one on one with the dude that like runs the penguin things and the animals. You also said this really weirded me out. You said that it was a they were outside penguins. They like they liked the warm climate. Yeah, I didn't know that there was such a thing as African penguins. I didn't either. Right? I thought all penguins were cold penguins. Nope. Nope. Apparently not. Right. These Super guys weird. live in the sun. Right. Super weird. But yeah, so I have. We got that done. That was super fun. And now we've got Caitlin's wedding shower in like two weeks. And then her bachelorette party. I've got all that stuff planned out too. Such fun. Right? One thing after another. Keep it rolling. Get shit done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep going. You ready for your stories? Yep. Okay. Start us off. Yes, I will. My first story was submitted by Derpy Esper. And she writes, My two-year-old, like many toddlers, has a crazy attachment slash obsession with one of his stuffed animals. He's had this teddy bear since day one. He has he does nothing without it. He eats with it, sleeps with it, even tries to bathe with it. As a result, Bear Friend has seen better days and is rather fragrant despite multiple washes in the washing machine. Bear Friend. I hope that's his actual name. It's in quotes, so I hope so. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Today, I decided that I would stand it no longer. Something had to be done. I waited until the dude was distracted and swiped the bear. I took my kitchen shears and cut the bear all along the back to remove the stuffing with the intent of washing it and then restuffing it and sewing it back up. At that exact moment that I was cutting open the bear, my toddler came into the room and saw me mutilating his best friend and promptly burst into tears. He ran out of the room and wouldn't even look at me. I have since repaired and returned his bear, but he's still giving me some serious side eye. He can't ever look at you the same. No. (laughs) Duh, you Frankensteined his best friend. Right. Like, (laughs) he was like, like, this bear is an imposter. (laughs) Yeah. You most likely won't have to go through therapy for that, but don't hold your breath. We'll see. We don't know. <laughs> That's a good 50-50 shot right there. <laughs> but I'm also pretty sure that like all parents secretly start giving their kids toys away without them noticing once the parents think that they're too old for it. Like one day they just kind of yeah. slip it away. Like, you don't need this anymore. Or this is too old and rackety. Like, we're going to throw that away. I mean, I wouldn't think that with that bear, though. Because, like... I still have this little, like, stuffed dog that my parents gave me, like, way back in the day, and I still have that, like, I know a lot of people still have, like, one of their toys that was, like, their favorite. Yeah. Or whatever, still. Yeah, probably not with this bear, but I know for a fact that my niece hasn't noticed her stuff coming over to our house. Oh, yeah. Has no idea, and we have, like, two trunks full. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. (laughs) Well, because that way she has stuff to play with over here. And I know that it's a lot better for her than what we would have without that. Yeah, and our little... Without having a little one on the way. We don't have that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, we're waiting for the baby shower, and then we're going to get stuff after. Which stresses me out, because baby showers are normally like a month or two before the baby's expected. 
Let's have ours right now. Right? Right <laughs> like, now. Like, I need to know what I need to get. Everyone come over tomorrow. I know you're listening. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ready? So much stress. Okay, I am. <laughs> okay, so my first story is submitted by Will Power. Austin. <laughs> Austin Will Power. And he says, my back's been hurting for a while now, so my doctor sent me to get an MRI done. I go to the place, get in the gown, and get into the MRI tube. I'm a big guy, so I'm effectively in the world's loudest coffin. So, between scan passes, I feel the need to fart. Nobody else in the room, so I let it fly. In modern MRI practice, usually a fan is placed at the end of the MRI tube because those things can get pretty hot inside. The fan then blew the fart right back towards my face, (laughs) and my diet for the last couple of days has involved mostly eggs and spiced meats. Yay. (laughs) He says, I may as well explain I'm changing up the way I eat, so there's less carbs, more protein, salads, etc. Good shit. It's pretty good going in, but I swear to Terry Funk, there's war crimes coming out of my ass on a regular basis. Yeah, protein farts aren't something to mess with. No, they're not. No. He says I'm going to have UN inspectors banging on my door any day now. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I can't move. There's this terrible fart blowing right at me, and the next scan starts. For the next few minutes, I'm forced to marinate in my own ass blast. Jeez. He dutch ovened himself <laughs> yeah. and an MRI. Yeah, he literally dutch ovened himself. He said zero out of ten would never fart in an MRI again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Which, like, it's a terrible idea. Obviously, now we know to fart in an MRI tube, but also in the shower. Oh, yeah. Or in a tanning bed. Uh, the heat expands gas further, so that's yeah. why it makes it worse. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Did not expect it from a tanning bed. Made that mistake before, and it, like, <laughs> bakes the fart into your nose. Into your skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gross. it's real bad. Speaking of MRIs, you guys should go look up what why you shouldn't get an MRI while you're pregnant. <laughs> No, an x-ray. Oh, an x-ray. An x-ray, yeah. An x-ray. Don't God. give it an x-ray when you're pregnant. Because you can see the baby's face and it looks like a demon. It looks like a straight-up alien. It's like inside you. It looks so wild. It's disgusting and what nightmares are made of. I showed Christy that and she freaked out on me. Right? Like, there's not enough to freak out about. You're right, like, but yeah. look what it looks like. Yeah, look at this demon growing in your belly. Right? <laughs> So you ready for my second one? I am. <laughs> Our poor baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's screwed. <laughs> so this one's submitted by Anonymous, and he says, So I don't know how to start this. Uh, I fart quite a bit. So hey, another fart two, story. Two fart stories. Very mature. Two farters. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say a little more than the average person. I'm not sure if it's related to any medical issues, because I've never had it checked out, to be honest. But after today's experience, I think I'll go see a doctor. Oh, God. Anyway, what I'm about to tell you happened this morning. I'm assuming it, caused, <laughs> I'm assuming it was caused by the delicious deep-fried chicken and chips I had for dinner last night. Q 8.45 a.m., my regular drop-off time for my three-year-old to daycare. There's, there's I thought already he was about- going to say for the kids to the pool or something like that. At 9 in the morning? Uh, wink, wink. The kids to the pool. The pool. 
cutting some logs. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, that's where I thought it was going. Nope. Just dropping the kid off. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there are already about 30 kids there at this point, and between 10 to 15 are eating food at these dining room tables. I'd say within a five meter squared area. I'm walking through the entrance to sign my daughter in and felt a fart coming on, but I'd done one earlier in the car and that was rank as hell, so I had to try and hold this one in. <laughs> now the front for the sake of the child. <laughs> yeah. Now the front desk lady is a talker. She's dragged on enough that even my farts seeped back into my body trying to get away from it all. Phew, we're safe. For now, anyway. Oh, God. The first thing my daughter wants is to open her lunchbox and see what she's got to eat. While I sit her at the table with all the other Little Devil's friends, I'm not too much for other <laughs> people's friends. I can only tolerate so much. I feel that student... I feel that sudden fart peaking its interest again. Just so you know, I've got a good control over them when it comes to volume, so I felt confident letting out a silent but violent boy. Oh, God. Blame it on one of the kids, right? Easy. Now for the chaos. This was, this was worse than what I let rip in the car. If I could rank it, it would probably be my top five worst smelts I've dealt. You That's pretty bad. Rank it. Yeah. Was it rank? <laughs> a kid I'm crouched down next to at the table yells out "ew" and starts coughing, and then threw up all over his lunchbox. Oh my god, he legitimately threw up. <laughs> While this was happening, one of the teachers was frantically looking around, trying to spot another kid and yelling at the other teachers to grab a towel and come help. She oh pulls over to this other kid and tries to run off with him. Turns out he has a really bad stomach for seeing other people throw up and the smell of it. But it's too late. While she picks him up and runs off, he throws up down her back onto the floor. Oh, God. Because of all the noise, there's toddlers crying and teachers trying to defuse the situation, thinking one of them has shit their pants. What a chaotic scene. Then the final blow. This toddler comes zooming in to see what the fuss is all about and accidentally slips onto the puke, creating a slip oh. and slide. Oh, this kid no. easily slides two to three meters. No worries, though. He's just laughing his head off. After it's That's calmed down so a bit... Disgusting. <laughs> after it's calmed down a bit, they're still searching for the rest of the kids for a culprit. I make my way out of there quick, and while I'm passing one of the teachers, make the comment, another day in the office, huh? You just, like, tiptoe and back out. Yeah. Like, like this is the epitome of those adult cartoon sketches from, like, Simpsons and oh Family Guy. Oh, my God, yeah. Where someone farts so bad that people start throwing up. And because like someone else is out. throwing up, another person throws up. And it's just, like, a continuous circle. Oh, my God. And it's even complete with some kids sliding in it. Like, Ugh. I can say I've let some rank one slip, but I've never made a kid throw up in his lunchbox right? to make another kid throw up to make one kid slide in it. I don't think anybody can say that's, that except for him. I was going to say, that's like, that's... That's next level. Yeah, that's that's peak comedy there. That's wild. <laughs> it's gross as what it is. It's very freaking gross. That is another day in the job for him, though. Ugh. You're like, bye. Right. No, thank you. Okay, you ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. My next story is also from an anonymous source. Dun dun. And she writes, My husband and I sleep naked. Always have. We like the skin-on-skin contact, and it's overall comfier to not worry about getting tangled up in pajamas at night. Damn straight. Right? 
Lately, he's been working a night shift for his job, and I've been sleeping alone at night, naked like usual. About a month ago, right when my husband started his night shifts, we got a kitten. She's our first pet and everything we could have asked for. She's adorable, lively, and at times very crazy and sassy. She sleeps in our bed at night most of the time right above my head on my pillow because she likes my hair. Cats will suffocate you in your sleep. Oh, yeah. They do not care. (laughs) Recently, however, she started to enjoy sleeping under the covers between us. We don't mind so long as we don't squish her. We're pretty good at staying put at night, and I don't think rolling onto her is very likely. But, like, to me, that kind of irks me. Yeah. I would never want to sleep naked in a bed with an animal in it. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Especially if the animal was, like, sleeping in between us, too. Mm -hmm. Like, nope. Nope. Don't like that. Gonna get a furry paw somewhere you don't want it. Right. (laughs) Which, like, I get that, like, it's a natural body or whatever, but, like, it still irks me for some reason. It's weird. Right? Okay. She says, on to the fuck up. Last night was a regular work night for my husband. He goes to work, and I go to bed at around 11 p.m., naked. Our kitten follows suit and cuddles up under the sheets with me. I fall asleep, not knowing the pain I'm about to feel a few hours later. Cut to 2 a.m. I wake up panicked about a red-hot, stinging pain on my chest, like somebody had grabbed my nipple with a flat iron and twisted it as hard as they could. Jeez. I'm still half asleep at this point and couldn't seem to figure out exactly what was wrong and why I was in so much pain. I frantically flipped the sheets over, grabbed out my boob, and finally realized what was causing the red hot nipple pain. It was our kitten, who had probably woken up to play with her tail and saw my boob as a great chew toy opportunity. Oh, God. She bit my nipple hard. Naturally. Throw that fucking cat. (laughs) Right? She said, naturally, I grabbed and almost threw her across the bed, which hurt even worse because she bit down harder as I pulled her off. (laughs) Right? That is so terrible. She says, I yelled some gibberish obscenities at her, then proceeded to wrap myself tight in the sheets to keep her out. I spent the next half hour or so rubbing my throbbing nipple and trying to keep the tears at bay until I could fall back asleep. (laughs) Cats are fucking assholes. Yeah, fuck them. (laughs) Team dog all the way. All the way. (laughs) Um, it's now about 1 p.m. the next day, and my nipple fe- still feels sore. I think I feel that for a couple days. Right? It hurts to wear a bra, and I can still somewhat feel the burning sensation from being pinched with her tiny, sharp teeth. I can't believe she didn't break skin or leave a bruise or anything. Yeah, me too. While I still think that she's the sweetest kitten in the world, I'm now very much aware of the inner nipple-biting gremlin. Yeah, they're all like that. They all are, yes. <laughs> Cats are assholes. They're mm-hmm. all planning and plotting. Cats are the true aliens of the world. Right. And they're worshipped by Egyptians. Yep. <laughs> um, she says, I think I'll wear a t-shirt to bed tonight. But, like, I would just try and not let the cat under my covers anymore. I'm yeah. not wearing a shirt to bed just because of that. Yeah, the cat can go sleep on its bed. Right. Or in a different room. But like or on I, the street. Yeah. Or in a dumpster. <laughs> Come on. Okay, now we're pushing it. But, like, I wonder what her husband said, too. Once that she had to tell him. Like, he probably got jealous. Jealous? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, like I wonder what he said. Or he if probably he just, laughed like, at her laughed. face. Like, yeah, I'll, if that happened to you, I'd just laugh at you. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, probably just laughed and went on about his day. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, don't let the cat in the bed, dummy. Right. Easy. <laughs> you ready for my last one? I am. All right. This one was submitted by Ash six seven nine one. He says, "So this happened this morning." Let me just say a little disclaimer. This one's kind of gross. Okay. Like it's kind of gross. Is okay. You're yeah. reiterating that a lot. Is it real gross? Yeah. Okay. So possible trigger warning to people, maybe. Maybe. It's, of just grossness. It's gross. Okay. So this happened this morning, and it completely ruined the moment. But me and the missus laughed about it at the time. So it's not the end of the world. At the time, did it change? That's my first question. No. Let's, okay. No, it's still still funny to them. Okay, good. He says, both kids were asleep, we were awake, so naturally our hands started to wander. After an amazing, sensually blowjob, I decided to return the favor by going down on her. It was all going well. I could tell she was close to enlightenment. Enlightenment. <laughs> what a suave way of saying All right. That. This is, however, when I fucked up. I, geez, oh, God. I suffer from horrendous hay fever at this time of year, and over the past few days, I've had a lot of very thick green mucus leaking from my nostrils as a result of this. Cute. Anyway, <laughs> with my tongue still beating like a baby bird's wings when attempting to take flight, I felt a tickle in my nose, oh, which I knew was a sneeze. I held it off and felt the sensation leave as I doubled my efforts in case the sneeze came back. The sneeze did come back and caught me completely by surprise. I let out a massive sneeze. At least half a liter of snot came out with it and covered my wife while I was going down on her. I wiped my nose and just looked at the sight as if I just witnessed a murder. We were both silent for about 30 seconds, <laughs> then burst out laughing. Because what do you even do at that point? Like, <laughs> I cleaned her up and accepted I ruined the moment. Don't worry, though. She did reach enlightenment with the help of a toy. Oh, my God. I am speechless. Right? I'm like, I don't even know what to say to that that's, either. That's absolutely foul. I, like, I don't know what to say. I that, don't think even a toy could save that at that moment. That, like, that makes me want to throw up into my lunchbox. Right. <laughs> like, I'll slide in it. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh. glad you guys could laugh about it because I would be mortified for all participants. <laughs> we also are weird, though. We're weird, but, like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> you get grossed out by things more, for sure. Just go on with yours. <laughs> They just done fucked up. Okay, so my third story is by Fact or Factorial. And they write, This all starts after we check into our room at the hospital for my wife's induction last week. The rooms are newly renovated with cool furniture and a big TV to help the whole birthing process more comfortable. Now the bathroom seemed to work as normal, nothing out of the ordinary. Wife used it just fine. I pissed in it, flushed, and washed my hands and didn't think anything of it. Wife used it again shortly after me and told me I forgot to flush. I was sure I did, but you don't argue with the boss. Just said whoops and went on with the whole labor thing. Yeah. Like, especially in that moment, he's like, I am not doing this right now. Oh, yeah, you don't correct him. Right. Um, 
He says, it was now late evening and my wife is having some real contractions. She's dilating on schedule and she finally gets the go-ahead to get the epidural that she's been looking forward to the whole pregnancy. (laughs) If you are unaware of what an epidural does to you, it not only completely blocks the pain of contractions, it also numbs your legs to the point that you can no longer walk. This means that you have to have a catheter installed to relocate your urine on your behalf. I didn't know that. Hate that, right? The more you know. Right? So, that doesn't sound like fun. (laughs) I've heard that those really hurt coming out, so you're not avoiding any pain. There's pain no matter what. (laughs) Anyways, of course it's a lesser pain, but whatever. You're just bitter. I am. (laughs) I'm so scared. Okay. And I goes on, and the next time I take a piss, I notice that the toilet is properly clogged. Neither of us has had sh- has had taken a shit in there, so it was pretty confusing as to what could have caused the clog. So we told the nurse next time she visited the room, and she put it in a work order that would be addressed the next morning. I was told to just use the bathroom in the hall because I didn't have the luxury of having my piss whisked away by the hospital staff. Around midnight, there is a shift change with the nurses. As the new nurse was working on emptying the pee bag, I let her know that the toilet was clogged and wouldn't flush. Like a good woman of science, she tested my hypothesis and successfully flushed all the piss down the toilet. Sweet, I don't have to use the bathroom in the hall. Morning arrives and it's time to do my business. I still don't trust the toilet 100%, So I split my work into two shifts. (laughs) I drain the main vein first and flush the toilet. It all goes down perfect. All is well. I thought. Hospital food ain't the best on my belly, and while it wasn't horrible, it was still a gross shit. (laughs) A little nervous, I flush and my horrors come to life. That nasty soup... Climbs almost to the lip of the bowl and stops. Oh, my God. Don't call it soup. That yeah. grosses me out so much. Somehow that makes it so much worse. Um, he says, I just want to die, but being in a hospital, they would find me quickly with the dirty deed in clear view. I panic alone in the bathroom for 20 minutes watching the toilet drain agonizingly slow. It reaches to the point where I am confident another good flush will do the trick. Nope. (laughs) This is when I hear the nurse come in and I have to face the consequences. I place a paper towel over the seat to make myself feel better and sheepishly let the nurse know the horrors that await the maintenance team whenever they arrive. Oh my god. Five minutes later, this poor maintenance man has had his whole day ruined. God only knows the look on his face when he lifted that cute little paper towel covering (laughs) my war crimes. (laughs) The cute little paper towel. (laughs) An hour goes by with this guy coming in and out with progressively larger equipment. Plunger, (laughs) snake, bigger snake, fucking drills. I don't know at this point. (laughs) He tells us that he'll be working on this for a while. This is when a team of nurses let us know that we have to change fucking rooms because I'm a stupid idiot who can't shit in the goddamn hallway bathroom like I was told. (laughs) While his wife is in labor. (laughs) 
<laughs> not helping the situation whatsoever. It says a few hours later, my wife gave birth to my perfect little son, and I could still hear them working on the bathroom next door. <laughs> <laughs> Should name him after the guy working on it. <laughs> Dedicated. Yeah. Um, he says, hopefully that doesn't end up on our hospital bill. Which, like, can you imagine those charges if it they wouldn't. did? I know they want it, but, like, whew, that yeah. would be so expensive. Bill so much more expensive. Taking giant shit. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, one of the stories from a couple episodes ago where the plumber came to the house and the guy flushed and it just yes just covered that guy. I think that was two episodes ago. Oh, man. Yeah. They're that used to hilarious. it, but it still sucks. So funny. <laughs> Such a shitty job. <laughs> I just love that he tried the, in the other story, he tried the water too and was like, oh, good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a good one. That was great. Okay, well, those are stories. Do you have anything to add, Joan? Nope. Uh, nothing off the top of my head. You guys know what to do uh all of our handles on the outro you can email us at savagely delightful at gmail.com um we got the patreon we got the whole shebang pretty sure twitter facebook instagram yep yeah so send us some stories we're reading yep the show's not free to make we like making it but if you want to send us a little donation on patreon to help offset the cost then that would be awesome we are still recording on the floor right <laughs> i don't see that changing for a while probably but no, especially with a kid on the way right but you know it'd be helpful yeah but we appreciate you guys and love you yep and we'll see you next week Bye-bye. bye bye So, you may have made a mistake today, but at least you didn't mess up as badly as the people we discussed. If you did, we would love to hear about it, and we may even feature your story on an upcoming episode. You can find us online at www.savagelydelightful.buzzsprout.com, on Twitter at savage underscore delight, and on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at savagelydelightful. If you like what you heard today and you want to show your support, please consider donating to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash savagelydelightful. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episode releases, and please consider leaving us a review so that it's easier for others to find our podcast. Thanks. Bye.